one. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach James D. And Big Lou is on the board today. What's up? Working our technical side of all this because I have no earthly idea to do any of that stuff. So thank God for coach. Thank God for young people and their prowess on technology type things like it's a it's a calling. It's a it's a living. Working yeah. the board. There you go. And it's a wonderful uh, thing. Yes, we, we appreciate good. you doing that. And uh it is Thursday, July twenty seventh. And I want to say Okay, the hall, of, the NFL Hall of Fame game is August third. Wow, is it really? It's that. Cool? So we're talking about a week. I guess it's a week from. Oh, it's a week from the night. Yeah, Thursday. It's usually Thursday night. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Canton, Ohio. Yep. Wembley. I think it's called Wembley Stadium. I'm going to repeat that just in case you all are and don't anybody that's driving down the road don't don't veer off the road in shock or anything, but. <laughs> Basically, one week from tonight, or not basically, one week from tonight is the Hall of Fame game. Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets, Canton, Ohio, 6 o'clock next Thursday night. There you go. So, you know. That's wild. And the Jets have a new quarterback. They sure do. Probably see him for one series. A-Ron. Then we'll get old Zach Wilson again. But (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, uh, they are really looking for uh, the Jets – to do some special things, uh, you know, and the Jets have kind of been down this road before with Brett Favre. They have. And, uh, but, you know, I think they're going to be in a little bit better situation with Aaron Rodgers. They've got Quentin Williams, University of Alabama, uh, former player, oh, just, just signed a new contract. Um, they've got, Garrett Wilson, the reigning rookie of the year, offensive rookie. Of there the you year. go. They and hopefully they'll get Brees Hall back. And he and, was, yeah, <clears throat> will. Alan Lazard too. Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. I think so. Yeah, yeah Iowa State. Yeah. Okay, he, he would have been. He was, year. and you know, he did, he was doing some remarkable things till he had that ACL injury. Played right? seven weeks and had over seven hundred yards. So rookie, you know. uh you know, and the Jets, you know, those folks, they need something to cheer about. Yeah. The Jets do. and the Giants, you know, and I, I think both of them, uh, and I think the Giants are going to be better this year. Got a playoff I think, last year. And, I mean, I think Daniel Jones eventually is going to get the recognition that he deserves. And I'm telling you, Daniel Jones, not only can he throw the ball accurately – but he can run. He can use his legs too, and he is that quintessential look of a quarterback. Just a clean cut. All of you just look at him. That yeah. clean cut, all American look, all American kid look. Danny uh, Dimes. And I'm, you know, 
And they've got some the, weapons too. They but, just picked but, up Jalen Hyatt, and they, they, you know, they just signed. They just got the deal done with Saquon. Okay, so million dollars for for one year. So, so that you know, that's you know, get these pieces in place for these New York teams because they've been awful quiet over the past. I got to well, there's going to be a the, lot of wins in MetLife Stadium this year. Well, the Jets, play. in my era, was one of my favorite teams, uh, and they won a, a Super Bowl. Oh, Broadway yeah. Joe. Broadway Joe. Guarantee Absolutely. Guarantee the win. Absolutely. University and, of Alabama quarterback. And really, uh, since then, I don't, they haven't really done a lot. There was a day when Richard Todd played for them. Uh, didn't Todd play at Alabama, too? Yes, he did. Um, but, I mean, they just haven't – you know, they just haven't had that uh, – Great season. Most notable thing I can think of is when, you know, the one year, I think it was in like 2010, they went to the AFC Championship with Mark Sanchez. And that's pretty and much they all just they've had, done. That's all they've done. Yeah. And their offense was just – they had a good defense. Their offense was just yeah, it was, pathetic. You know, Richard, Todd, Richard Todd is a Mobile native, but his, home's a, his home is in Florence, Alabama. Got a beautiful spread down there. I go by it all the time. Is that right? When I, when I head down out Tuscaloosa, I go right by his farm. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, Coach, we got you in here. So, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about uh, a local team, a local uh, junior high, what I call junior high. Now it's middle school. Right, junior I high, was raised. Too. I was raised on on junior high. Oh, me too. You know, and our junior high back in the day was seventh, eighth, and ninth. When yeah. Whitthorn, Whitthorn Junior High School mm-hmm. was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Now it's sixth, seventh, and eighth. Fifth, fifth, fifth. too. Oh, fifth is in there too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that just shows you. Fifth, you know, okay. I went, I went how much grade. I know about. I went to fifth grade at, at Whitthorn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so um, and we we're talking about football, uh, the NFL. Hall of Fame game being a week from tonight. But, I mean, we've got also a week, a little over a week from now. Uh, on August 5th is going to be what we call the WKRM 103.7 FM kickoff classic. Coach, can you tell us exactly who all is going to be in there and, yeah. and, and, and when it takes place? Yeah, we this radio station here, Kennedy Broadcasting, we're always trying to find a way to include everything in our community, and this is a good way to include the middle schools, junior highs. And so imagine being a junior high player and knowing that your name going to be called off on the radio on a Saturday night. Oh, big. that's big time. Yes, so sir. I, I contacted a buddy of mine down in Richland, Coach Nick Patterson, and asked him, could we do this game? I said, we, we know other games that weekend, and, and uh, we're a week out before the first junior high game. And he agreed to do this, and we're going to do it on a Saturday night. And we did it a couple of years ago with Columbia Academy, a big gate, big big amount of people. And so we, that's what we're doing this game for, to get Richland, Giles County, come up here with a big crowd, big crowd support, a middle school, with on middle school. And uh, we're looking forward for it. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff in uh, Kennedy Broadcasting. And, and you two guys, I understand, it, will be doing the play-by-play and the color, and that's exciting for sure, me. Sure, if you all let me sit in, I'll sit in and give my two cents. And that's about well, all it's really worth. Definitely. But I'll, I'll be happy to sit up there with you, Lou. At old Lindsey Nelson Stadium. And I actually got to call the one uh, against Columbia Academy two years ago. And, you sure did. And it was a huge success. Big, you know, big crowd. This, and, this, think about this, Drake. Two years ago, it was an early preseason kickoff classic. Estimated crowd for a Saturday night junior high game was over 4,000 people. Wow. We're hoping we beat that this year, attendance-wise. That's a lot. It was. I mean, you know, that's a, that's, can, a, that's a lot. You can get it done, Lindsey Nelson. That's right. You sure can. 
That's right. Okay. Um, and so that and so coach, let's go over the the, the times now. It, will school have officially started back by then? No, school will start that Monday. Okay, so the school will start the following Monday after this game, which is a week from this coming Saturday. Right. August 5th is, mm-hmm. is the date for this game. Right. And it's at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock kickoff. At Lindsey Nelson Stadium out the Murray County Park here in Columbia. And it's going to be between the Richland Raiders. Of Giles County versus Withorn Middle School. That First, you're the head coach of. Yeah, with one. I'm the head coach with okay. one. The two schools never played each other in football. So this will be a first first time for really? two schools. So it'll be, it'll be fun. That's kind of surprising. It is. It's never been a matchup before. Look never. how close we are. Yeah. It's wild. Well, that's great. I, you know, I, I think that's great. And I think it's great that 103.7, the sister station, will be carrying that, that game live. And uh, Big Lou, you and I will be up there doing our best to – you know, and let me say keep every, keep yeah. keep all our listeners informed. Let I me mean, say this too: we're selling sponsorships for this game. Yeah. So if you want to be a part of this thing, and we have some uh, live reads, and and you will cut you a thirty second commercial spot, and you will play before, during the game, during breaks, and for like that, I want you to call me at the radio station here nine three one four four six. Two zero two eight nine three one four four six two zero two twenty twenty eight yes four four six twenty twenty eight and you can call me anytime twenty four seven and when you talk and, and I don't mean to cut you off but let's let's you know this is affordable this is affordable advertising for your business for for anything you need to get the word out on mm-hmm. and the and, first football broadcast that's going to be on this station for the entire season think about how many people are going to be tuned into it that's right. People are excited about four four six nine three one four four six twenty twenty eight. James right. Dickinson, mm-hmm. right here at the station. Call him, and we're only talking a, a couple of few hundred bucks. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred bucks to sponsor mm-hmm. to be a part of the kickoff classic, which we hope we can do every year. Yeah, I mean, part, let's part of the billboard, and then your ad. I mean, that's cheap. So, would you consider this the second go around? Which is this the second? That's the second one. So, this is the second annual. Kickoff classic. Kickoff classic. Mm-hmm. We call this the border battle. The border battle. Giles County and Murray County. Okay. All right. So and there I, you go, and folks. And I promise you, Giles County, Richland folks will come in a big crowd. Absolutely. They'll be there. Mm-hmm. So, so Columbia excited. people. We're excited about it. Uh, you know, the cheerleaders. Uh, we've got a uh, about a 42-man roster this year. And I talked to Richland. He's got about 35 kids on the roster down there. And uh, we're going to have the cheerleaders. I think the band will even maybe play that night. And concession stands will be open. It's, it's, it'll be a uh, party atmosphere. And, and, and if y'all, y'all have, Drew, uh, have y'all heard the uh, commercial and cut for this pregame, uh, this pregame commercial show? Uh-uh, Get, let's do it. It's good. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, okay. Well, um, does a great job. She does. There you have it. We're going to do the kickoff classic on August 5th, Saturday, between Richland Raiders Middle School against the Whitthorn Tigers Middle School. Um, and that's 6 o'clock, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, 921 Lion Parkway, right there uh, in the Murray County Park or beside it. I guess it is that part. Is it? Is that considered part? Is Lindsey Nelson Stadium considered part of Murray County Park? It is most definitely. The park okay. owns it. Park owns it. The park owns it. They're maintain. They maintain it. The you, field and everything used to be owned by Central High School. Never owned by. They, they gave it to Central one time until they could keep the upkeep on it. They, I, I was okay, part of yeah. that. And by the time we paid the uh, our time and everything like that, it didn't take long to give it back to the park. <laughs> Let them. Yeah. Let them take care of it. It's a beautiful it. place. It takes a lot to keep it up. Hey, it's a really cool place yeah. to see a football game. And uh, 
I know I know your players and the Richland players and coaches and everybody involved with those two programs, Whitthorn and Richland, uh, are super excited to you know, to come up here and uh, well, like and, I, and play a game. Like I told Coach Patterson, I said, your kids get to come to the big house and play a game. And I, it's, it's like the big house. This stadium is. It's beautiful. Yeah, so yeah when, I, says, when, I, when I played at Whitthorn, it was super special to go over to it was. Nelson Stadium. I mean, well, we get the three or four home games a year. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. We all looked up to, you know, playing at Central High School. And I remember playing Pop Warner. And when Pop Warner started here in Murray County, and then we're talking about 19, this is 1970, probably four, five, somewhere in there. All the Pop Warner games were played on Sunday at, at the Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Right. That's where, that's where they were played. And now they're played somewhere else here in Columbia, over there by uh, Brown School yep. there. Uh-huh. But, right but initially, all the Pop Warner games were played and Lindsey Nelson Stadium, as a, as a little 10, 11-year-old kid, you're running around with a football helmet on some pads. It's pretty it's pretty intimidating to be in that stadium. You know well, what I mean? It is, yeah. Because on Friday night, you go there and watch Central play. And then it's, the it's next, like a small college stadium to and, me. And then the sure next morning, you're, you're playing Pop Warner on the same field. So it was, it was really, really cool. Okay. Yeah. We're up against our first break. And uh, we've got some Jeremy – there's been a Jeremy Pruitt sighting. Uh, that we're going to talk about when we get back uh, from this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm for Coach JD and Big Lou. We'll talk to you in about four minutes, five minutes, six minutes. Okay. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back in. To the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, I am Drake, joined by Big Lou on the board. Big Lou is spinning. That that sounds familiar. Who is that, Big Lou? Drake, that is the Gypsy Kings. And you that know is what? The, that the is the Gypsy Kings are returning huh. to Nashville. All right. Take a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night on Saturday, November 4th. Gypsy Kings have sold over 20 million records worldwide, received a Grammy in 2013, the Best World Music category. Tonino Bayardo has collaborated on films such as The Big Lebowski and remixing Hotel California on Toy Story 3, where he collaborated and you've got a, on You've Got a Friend in Me, the classic song of Toy Story. This is a talented ensemble you don't want to miss. Tickets and details available at toninobayardo.com, a Loud and Live production. And more information on free tickets and about that show is coming soon on this station, Saturday, November 4th at TPAC, Andrew Jackson Hall in Nashville. Well, there you go. Okay. You guys get your tickets to the Gypsy Kings on November, Saturday, November 4th, right? That's correct. Okay. And, uh, you know, rarely, 
Nashville gets tons of great music. I mean, we, we you know we're all about we're the music city. Music Hell, city. It's, you know, it's capital what, of the world. We get great, but uh, along with that, we get a wide variety of different. It's not just country, but we get a wide variety, and so the, we get a with the group uh, as terrific as the Gypsy Kings. They come in with a little Latino flair. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, from what I understand, they sell out every show. So get your tickets. Get your tickets early to the Gypsy Kings, November 4th, Saturday, Saturday night. Sleep in late. Have a big night out. Sleep in late on Sunday. And enjoy the Gypsy Kings on Saturday night, right? And we're going to have some free tickets. We'll give away right here on the air. I think like 30 of them. That we yeah okay to give so away, you guys so. stay tuned and you might might be able to pick up some free tickets from us. Uh, yes, there's been a Jeremy Pruitt sighting, and it is in, back in his hometown, um, in Rainsville, Alabama. Okay, yep. Uh, Jeremy and his wife Casey have taken jobs at his former high school and where his father. Coach football at Plainview High School uh, in Alabama. Um, former Tennessee football coach has been hired as a physical education teacher, an assistant coach, and assistant coach at Plainview High School in his hometown of Rainsville. Yeah, you know, I, I I saw this this morning, and you know. I think my initial reaction along with a lot of people was like, you know, what a step down for this guy to be going from SEC defensive coordinator and head coach to now a PE teacher at a high school. But the more details that come out, the more you kind of realize that that was kind of an overjudgment of uh, what he's kind of doing. He's going back and he's going to be working with his dad. Sure. He's going back home. And also, I mean, the guy can't get a division one football coaching job for six years. So, I mean, yeah. what is he going to do? He ne- he didn't get the buyout from his contract because they had cause to fire him from Tennessee. No, but but Phil Fulmer, the athletic director, did. Yeah. He he gets to walk free. Phil for- which Phil I Fulmer, agree with you on. Phil Fulmer acts on. like, you know, he doesn't know what the hell's going on, which he did the same things under he did the same things under his program, his tutelage as head coach, but did, nothing ever stuck to him uh through the NCAA. But Phil Fulmer, as athletic director, you know, so I, I don't know what you guys. Yeah. Are. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going on. There's the, there's the I ain't never seen no McDonald's bag with cash in it. There's you the know. on impression again. Oh, that's him. Is that it? Oh, I can't. I, I kind of mix him and <laughs> him and uh, Phil up together. Um, so uh, his wife Casey has also taken a job at Plainview High School, and she's going to be teaching math. Uh, let's see. Yes. Reading math, uh, reading slash math intervention teacher, uh, which is probably sounds like some type of tutoring uh, in math. Um, you know, so he's kind of going back home. He's 49 years old. I mean, I'm is 60. That it? He's 49 years old. Man, he looks a lot older. Well, I mean, you know, that business probably wears on you pretty good. Yeah. And then, you know, he went, he kind of shot up, shot up. The ranks pretty quick. The ranks pretty dang quick, yeah. and um, and it's been probably one hell of a ride for uh, Pruitt and his family. And um, came to a crashing. You point. know, now it's time to probably get back home, do some reassessing 
of, uh, you know, what life is all about. Yeah. You know, is life about trying to be the next Nick Saban? Uh, to some coaches, I'm sure it is. To he, other, had a, he had a shot at that. To other, got a chance to work with him. Had some great defenses at Alabama. Sure, and and, and you know he got he got a, a high profile head coaching job at the University of Tennessee. Um, Didn't work out. Got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, along with other assistants under him and his program. And uh, you know, but and and the bottom line is the Tennessee, for the most part, as a university from the NCAA sanctions didn't really take any, any much of a hit at all. No, they came out walking. Um, and, you know. Car crash. And the thing about it is these are institutions and our businesses now that football is, is, is big, big, big money business. You know, these are employees of the university. Right. And the university needs to make sure that their employees are doing the right thing and need to be have, and have some type of guidance regulating whatever the deal is. They're adhering to what their job and the, and the rules of their jobs. And the Phil Fulmer, as head of the athletic department, you know, he didn't want he didn't want to know. You know what I mean? Right. He didn't want to know what was going on in the football program. Even Just win. Did. Just win, babies, is all he's worried about. The W's. Not doing Al not Davis doing watching. things the correct way. Right. And you know, it's it's a sad day when the University of Tennessee fires Phil Fulmer and then hires and then hires him back as athletic director. How would you like to have how would you like to have the person that holds your job that was the head coaching job before you got hired as a head coach? How would you like to have him as your boss? That's not gonna work. No. I mean, it's it's who's two guys the, with who, two different philosophies that are going to clash. And you heads. know, once you let once you let Phil Fulmer's go, then go on, Phil. Yeah. You don't hire him back at, as athletic director when Nick to, Saban, guide, to guide a football program or a basketball program. Let his butt go. Get rid of him. Go back to Franklin County, wherever you came from, or and go go live on a hill in Maryville. I don't I don't care. But the University of Tennessee, whoever is making those decisions up there at the top of Tennessee, they need to be fired too. Yeah, and um, you know it's kind of like if Nick Saban, whenever he eventually, it's got to happen at some point. All you Tennessee fans, it'll happen someday when Nick Saban steps down. Sure, as the head coach at Alabama, they're not going to make him the offensive or not the offensive, the athletic director. Right, they're not going to make Nick Saban the AD, and then he gets to look over the shoulder of whatever new head coach is is going on and setting up his decision to fail. And you know they're probably going to learn from that Tennessee model that that's not going to work. And then here comes then then here comes the NCAA with with a bunch of violations, sixteen level highest level violations possible against the university, sixteen of them. And then you've got the athletic director when they ask Phil Fulmer about it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. What is going? Cash and what? Well, I, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I want, I'll tell you what, we need to get that offensive line shirt up. I, but so coach, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the team right now. We're talking about the violations by your head coach uh, and his assistants under him working under you in the athletic department. Well, I, I, I don't know nothing about it. I, 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 it's crazy. I, that's news to me. I ain't never heard nothing about it. Well, you know what? And they cut him loose. Yeah. They cut Fulmer loose. 
<laughs> and he got a seven and that's, figure. That's in the millions, folks. He got a seven fi- seven figure severance package to no no longer be AD at the University of Tennessee. And everybody knows that's why he said that. Obviously, he knew what was going on. Of course, he the did. Tennessee football program, but he wanted to be bought out of that contract, and he did what he had to do. To get I'm the not money. saying that it was right, but he did what he had to do to get that money. Well, and that's what happened. You know, I'm I'm not a Phil Fulmer fan. I'll admit it. Never will be a Phil Fulmer fan. It's understandable. You know, uh, they, they and the truth in the '90s. You know, and Phil Phil Fulmer Phil Fulmer what he what, what he went through with Johnny Majors, what he did to Johnny Majors, and you know, Phil Fulmer would do anything to climb up the power ladder to position himself in a better position and to hell with everybody else. And that's that's the Phil former that you know. Unfortunately, a lot of Tennessee fans know and love. I love you, you know. Phil. I'm not, well, unshamefully, I'm one of those people, but I do agree that that whole situation was wrong. Okay. Well, I appreciate you admitting yeah. that. I mean, you know, I mean, not, not not many not Tennessee stupid. fans will. Remember. I'm not stupid. A lot of Tennessee fans will sit there and just shake their head and go, "No, no, Phil's greatest. Phil, don't don't talk bad about Phil Former. I love Phil Former. Phil Former got us a, a, a national championship in '98, and he, you know, all this, all this, you know, he also, and then and then what happened after '98? Tennessee fans, nothing. Not a lot of great stuff. Nothing. I, the year he yeah. got fired, you got beat. You got beat by Wyoming at homecoming in Knoxville. Obviously, I wasn't alive for all that. But. Well, I'm just telling you, that's what happened. And they sent his butt rolling. And then the geniuses at the University of Tennessee, the Board of Regents or trustees or whoever, whatever clown show is running the University of Tennessee, go back and hire Phil Fulmer as AD to overlook. I, I, what, what, what's Phil Fulmer going to overlook? I mean, pretty much. I mean, nothing. Not, not, not athletics, probably the football team. And, you know. Um, so he can keep a close eye on Jeremy Pruitt, which which obviously he said he didn't. Yeah, I mean Pruitt, Pruitt and his bunch are are, are paying off uh, paying off players in, in the tunes of sixty to hundred thousand dollars, whatever the deal is, paying them off in Chick Fil A bags of full of cash and all stuff. And Phil Fulmer, I, I had no idea any of that was going on. But if you want to talk about the offensive line, you know. Because, you know, I used to play offensive line for Tennessee. And I'm just a little country boy from Franklin County. You know, yep. anyway. Huntland, where I was Huntland in Franklin County. Uh, it's somewhere down sure. there. I'm probably wrong, but I think he's from Huntland. So, and that's fine to be from Huntland, but, you know. I want to push out some uh, breaking news right now that's not great for the NFL community, you know. Um, I'm not a huge Bengals fan, um, but something tragic has happened at Bengals training camp today. Just got a notification from Bleacher Report that Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, has blown a knee out, carted off the field during training camp. I'm reading the comments here, and um, it's looking like a torn Achilles. Torn Achilles, holy crap! Yeah, so that this got to um, hurt. A ruptured Achilles, ruptured and torn are two different things, I think. So, but, and that's just comments. That could be, you know, false information. It could be a knee. You know, it could be nothing. But uh, carted off the field, and this is what the report says from Bleacher Report after a lower body injury. That's all it says. So, um, hopefully, that's nothing. You know, not a huge fan of Joe Burrow. Got a little rivalry there with the Titans, but. Um, you never want to see somebody go down like that, especially in training camp before the season even starts. Uh, so hopefully it's nothing, but we'll see. 
Okay. Well, speak, speaking of Cincinnati, you know, they're kind of calling Cincinnati Wincinnati now. Did you know that? They, they're kind of calling, uh, you know, they're, they're looking at the Reds. The Reds are playing much better baseball right now. They're within a game, game and a half of uh, the ne- top of the National League Central. Uh, they're having a, a fist fight with the Milwaukee Brewers right now for the top of that division. Um, and then you've got Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, and the Bengals who are three and zero, or actually three and one now against the Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely, um, Super Bowl in the past two years, and uh, some, some good sports news finally out of Ohio. That's not usually anything good that's coming out of there, except for Ohio State. Well, um, you know. Gosh, if that if he is really going down with it, I know. I mean, that's tragic. I think their backup is Kyle Allen, who's Kyle Allen. Exactly. Did, did he play at Texas A and I think no. so. And I he, think he was a Texas A and M. And then Kellen Lamond also played it at Texas A. Uh, yeah, I don't even think he was a a full time starter through his four years. Kyle Allen, you're talking about? Yeah. Well, at least uh, that's who it was last year. I'm not sure. And then that's going to drop. That's going to drop Jamar Chase's. Uh, you know, whoever it is, rating, still got a, rating, fantasy ratings, you know, way down. Dude's still if, got a ton of weapons around him if that is the case, and Joe Burrow's not there, but um, they'll definitely take a hit. Well, to top it all off, other than the Bengals and the Reds playing great baseball, the University of Cincinnati football, which is uh, was a surprise college football team just a year ago, right? Uh, Desmond Ritter. Is making the leap to the Big 12. So, uh, and FC Cincinnati is the best team in MLS soccer right now. Well, there you go. Uh, in short, it's just a fine time to be uh, a Cincinnati sports fan. Sure. Uh, quote, this is the greatest era I've ever seen, and I'm 55 years old, said Joe Mooring. And Joe is the owner of the Holy Grail Tavern and Grill, which is a sports bar located about 100 yards from the – Great American ballpark. I'd like to go up there and watch a ball game. That'd be fun. I hear I hear that is a really cool really? baseball experience. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the, he says, Joe Mooring, the owner of the Holy Grail Tavern and Grill. And, Joe, you can invite us up for a free lunch and a couple of beers for giving you a plug here. Sure. Uh, the energy these teams are bringing right now is unmatched. Suddenly, suddenly – Cincinnati, win instead of Cincinnati. Cincinnati isn't just a desperate marketing slogan. It's an accurate description. A city whose national reputation rests in part on Chile that looks like an industrial accident. <laughs> a city that shares its Queen City nickname with Charlotte somehow. Uh, Cincinnati, of all places, has a little swagger to it. You know, the city of Cincinnati has some swagger. Got Joe Cool. Um, so that adds a little bit right there by itself. Um, with all three major sports teams either good or cool or having a legitimate chance to win a title, folks are really enjoying it in Cincinnati. Um, said Mo Egger, who's a longtime sports talk radio uh, radio talk radio show host. Um, I don't. He said I don't hear quite the uh, fatalistic tones we usually used to hear talking about <laughs> talking about Cincinnati teams. Yeah. Um, so they finally have a reason to be chanting who they think they're going to beat them Bengals. Right. Of course, the whole state of Ohio and Cincinnati are holding their collective breath right now to try to figure out 
you know, if it's a torn, if it's ruptured, you know, you you'd stay off of it. I would say, but if it's torn, it's you're gonna done. you're gonna have to have surgery, and then there's a long, long healing process in that uh, in that Achilles injury. Oh so, man, what's that? I'm I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram right now, and I just got a ESPN post. Uh, Joe Burrow rolling. It's a video of that the actual injury. He's rolling right out of the pocket. Uh, no, nope. in full pads and no contact. No contact. Came up right uh, on it. No weight on it. Went straight to the floor and got carted off. So oof, that is that, probably not good. That's not good at all for you Cincinnati fans. Um, okay, uh, talk a little bit. We talked a little, touched a little bit on. Cincinnati Reds, how they're doing. They're around a game, game and a half back of Milwaukee in that National League Central right now. And we've got a little Shohei Otani news to go over. And it looks as though um, Otani, the dual threat Japanese player for the Los Angeles Angels, um, from what all reports are saying, with the debt trade deadline coming up, the Angels are going to hang on to him. They're going to figure out a way to get the guy paid, and you know, I mean, that was like the the you know second best option behind the Yankees. Well, they've de- they've decided to take Otani off the trade market after days of internal discussions and fielding off fielding offers, according to Sports Illustrated. Not only will the Angels keep Otani, but they also reportedly <clears throat> would be buyers at the August 1st trade deadline. Um, so they're probably looking to bolster uh, their pitching rotation and help Otani out a little bit. Right. Um, Otani period likely to finish the season in another uniform earlier this month. Um, That's kind of all we've been talking. We've talked about it, for right? A we figured that they we we figured here at Front Porch Sports Radio Hour that we're probably going to see him in another uniform, and they were going to trade and get players for him, multiple players for him. Um, when the Angels fell to forty six and forty eight and six games back of of the final American League wild card spot, um, you know. We figured he's going to be going somewhere else, but now the situation has changed uh, with the Angels winning six of their past seven and leapfrogging the Seattle Mariners in the standings. So now the the Angels are sitting at 52 and 49, and they're humming a little bit different too. They're looking at a little bit uh, better success. and uh, But the good news for the Angels is that Mike Trout is reportedly expected to return from a broken bone in mid-August, well, so if they if they could if they could stay in the race for the next three weeks, and then get Mike Trout back, you pick him up right from, before the playoffs start. Well, yeah, you get, well, but, but you really right get him for it. six. If you get him mid-August, you get him a good five or six weeks before the playoffs start. Right, um, be big. So uh, even within spitting distance of a wild card berth, most Major League Baseball teams probably would have traded Otani if they were in the Angels' position. Uh, that's generally how baseball works. Now, bad teams trade their good players, and we saw that last year with Juan Soto, 
leaving uh, the Washington uh, – what are they now, the Senators? The Capitol – what now? Yeah. That's the, now the Capitol. That's the NIHL. I don't even know what they call Washington. But anyway, I thought – Guardians or no, oh, that's, that's Cleveland. Cleveland. So, uh, and, and we saw it the year before when Max Scherzer, uh, Trey Turner, Chris Bryant, and others exited their um, mediocre teams uh, and joining some teams that were in contention. But you know, Otani is more valuable, and and the popularity of Otani just the you know the people He's that want to. The people that want to see him and be in his presence, you know what I mean. Yeah. And with the with the Asian population of California, uh, you know, you're going to have a whole fan base out there that just is just going to eat him alive. Right. And uh, as as they do in Japan, you know, watching probably watching the Angels every game that he plays. Um, but anyway, all right, we're up against our second break. Yes. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. He's Big Lou and I'm Drake. And we'll be back in about five. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville. With a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Big Lou on the board. And if that right there doesn't get your doesn't get your blood moving a little quicker, not 
Maybe some fans that Alabama fight song might get your blood boiling. But for you Alabama fans, it kind of makes the hair stand up a little bit on your uh, on your arms and on the back of your neck. You know, the last time I ran the board, I played the other side of the house that's divided. So, I, you know, I thought I might as well just be fair. And we appreciate we appreciate you being di- us that are Alabama fans, which this, I am. This I went is to a sc- diverse room. I went to school there, so uh, sometimes I did. Uh, but we appreciate you being diplomatic and and a couple and, times a week back in the day, you might have. Yes, might have you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, <laughs> if the class is after lunch, absolutely. sure, yeah. So let's go back and touch on Shohei Otani and and the August first trade deadline approaching, and the Angels have obviously closed off talks. Uh, with potential teams, uh, with potential teams that were courting to possibly trade for Otani, but now the the Angels have shut that door, and uh, you know Otani is having one of the best seasons in Major League Baseball history. Um, he's hitting two ninety nine. Well, let's say three hundred. And leads all and leads the major league with thirty six home runs and seven triples. Now, don't forget the guy is a pitcher with a three point seven one ERA, one hundred forty eight strikeouts, over nineteen starts, uh, and one hundred and eleven and two thirds innings. Uh, there's simply nobody like Shohei Otani in baseball history. Okay. Uh, and the Angels appear to be keeping him. Um, you know, they're keeping the two-way star because having a historic talent and the paying fans who come with it is worth it, and maybe, just maybe, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, and then you add Mike Trout back into the mix, and, I mean, you've got two of the best players in the organization – I mean, in the league – that's something to build around. Okay, so so let's all let's all put our Los Angeles Angels Anaheim Angels hats on as a fan. And you know, one of your one of the league's biggest sluggers is recuperating. We'll be back here probably in a couple of weeks. You're on the outskirts of the American League wild card playoff spot. And you've got Shohei Otani, arguably the best player in Major League Baseball, on your team. And then, let's say they trade him. I mean, you'd have, you've had, you'd have mutiny there in at the Edison Field or Anaheim Stadium or whatever they call it now. Absolutely. I mean, they go crazy. And if you're, if you're, and, and you would be going, and you would, and you would ask, and I'll let you in after this big loop. But you'd be asking yourself, at what point? Is Moreno, who's the owner or the, the the ownership of the Angels? At what point are we going to try to win? Yeah. At what point are we going to try to be champions? We we can't be champions by trading off uh, your the best player in baseball to another team. I'd say a third of your fan base isn't even you know Angels fan base. It's Shohei Otani fan base. Sure, sure. And, so and you are know, you willing to lose that player and just? not be willing to shell out that money for that player plus a third of your fan base, you got to think about that too. I mean, you know, if I don't understand. It would be – and I think it would be similar 
if the Titans traded Derrick Henry off to somebody. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry right now. Less so now, but that before tw- we got DeAndre Hopkins, that would have been pretty much the exact same situation. Well, the, in the 22, uh, you know, that he's – Derrick's kind of the face of the Titans. I, I feel as though he is the franchise, and we only you know, twelve and a half million dollars a year. You know these but. these professional teams that come into cities like Nashville, let's say, and then they say, "Well, we want to build a new stadium, but we need some. You know, we you all need city needs to kick in a little extra money. We need to raise the taxes or the tax base, whatever the deal is." Well, that's all fine and good, but. As a franchise and a franchise owner and the Adams family and whoever else, the other owners, you know, they need to try to win, <laughs> right? Sure. And if you're, if you're a Los Angeles fan, Los Angeles Angels fan, and you're sitting there struggling year after year after year, and, you, and you're, your number one slugger, Mike Trout, has been out for most of the year with, with his injury, and but he's coming back. And but right before he comes back, you get rid of possibly the you get rid of the home run leader, you get rid of the best dual player without a doubt in baseball, maybe history. Right. And then that all takes of a sudden, away from your from your Mike Trout, you know, introduction party. And you know your your whole exciting. your whole world, uh, if it if it revolves around the Los, Los Angeles Angels, is. Kind of comes to a halt. It is, is you know, it's deflated. You I mean, nothing to cheer about. That's right. Except and, Mike Trout coming back, and you know, when they just had Mike Trout, they never even made the playoffs. I don't think until did, you know. And then you go and keep up with Shohei Otani because you're such a big fan of his while he's on another team. But you know what? The Angels didn't do it. The Angels are going to buy in. The Angels are going to pay Otani. They're going to pay the Mike Trout. They're going to they're going to figure out a way to keep. Otani in uh, Los Angeles and playing for the Angels, and I commend them on that. You know, yeah, because he is going to demand the largest free agent contract. Now, who knows what's going to happen in the off season? In the off season, that's a different story. You know, they don't they don't have to work the contract until the season's over. Okay, so he's going to be a free agent when the season is over. They could come in right now and work a contract right now if they want to. But first things first, get Trout back, see if they make the wild card playoffs, blah, 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 with Otani and Trout, and then, and then get to the offseason. So if you get to the offseason, then, then you have to start working, worrying about the $550, $600 million price tag that Otani is going to require. And at that point, you know, you're not going to be able to get much for him because when the season's over, he's a free agent, can do anything he wants to. He's no longer uh, property of the uh, Angels. Correct. So, um, it's going to be really interesting to see, and um, I'm going to root for him. I'm a Red Sox guy, and we're struggling right a little bit right now. Of course, we thumped the Braves two twice out of- in a row. Twice in a row. They win the series, though, because of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Okay. This, is, this has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Big Lou on the boards, and we certainly appreciate you all joining in and listening to us today. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, just 4 o'clock sharp. Tune us in. Talk to you then. Don't have cold, no Walmart, no Dollar Tea or DQ Long Avenue.